Welcome to another podcast from Generations Church. We trust you will be encouraged today. Um, I, I just wanted to give honor to our speaker this morning because she is not only a very close friend of Amy and I, Carlisle and Jana are, they serve as elders here at Generations Church, but um, you know, as much as I love many of you or all of you, I, let me take that back, as much as I love all of you in this room, Honestly, there's only a handful of you that I would trust my life to. And that's, that's, that's actually a healthy relationship, just so you know. Don't be offended by that. Um, there's only a small handful of people you should trust your life to as well. And uh, Jana and Carlisle can't happen to be one of those couples. But specifically today, uh, Jana, who, who has such a strong gift, who has such a... Uh, man, she just... She is, Amy said to me as I was coming out, she's just so classy. And it's true. Jana, Jana is one of the classiest people I know. And she has been preparing and has got a word from God for us this morning. Uh, and so like we've been doing for all of, our, all of our preachers who are kind of getting their feet wet, this is a relatively new thing for them. I just invite you to, in honor today for one of the elders of our church. Would you stand and give her a round of applause as she comes to share God's word? Hello. Sorry. I prefer my laptop here. I don't have a fancy little iPad. All right. Well, first I'd like to acknowledge that I do have a pretty awesome husband. Yeah. Um, And I also would like to say, because Tyler got such high praise, that you should all attend Next Steps. It is awesome. We have great leaders, so I need to get the points where I can. All right. So I don't know. It's kind of a, a season that I'm in. I don't know. You ask me uh, how I'm doing or like what I'm doing. I don't know. Am I in the right job right now? I don't know. Do I have any plans this year? I don't know. Um, How's this message going? I don't know. Uh, I feel like, Lord, what are you doing? Where are you leading me? Where are you leading us? What do you want me to do? Life is sometimes really repetitive. I can fill my days, um, but what's your plan for me? I don't know. Um, You can say, well, you're a nurse. You have a career. You have a job. You're an elder in the church. You have many roles in the church. You have your family. You have direction in your life. And don't get me wrong, I'm still really happy, and those are great things. But I feel like I'm kind of in a limbo time right now. I don't know. I'm just waiting for a specific direction. I I think God has something for me, and I can't really explain it right now. I can look back, even just a few months ago, and I know God had me somewhere specific. And... I was just focusing on that. I didn't have this feeling. I knew, you know, what I was supposed to be doing. But right now, I don't know. Do you guys ever have that feeling? Yeah. What do you do? I'm going to be ready for what he has for me next. I'm just not going to sit here. I'm not going to feel defeated. I'm not going to marinate in this feeling of I don't know. So it becomes my identity, becomes my norm, what I'm going to uh, how I'm going to get through this, I don't know, is how the awesome rock set likes to say, I'm going to get dressed for success. It was such an awesome 
song. <laughs> um, when we were, uh, I just like to say also that she also said in there, I don't know, what you gonna tell your brother? I don't know, what you gonna tell your father? I don't know. It was a good song. Um, as we were given the option to pick our song, obviously I'm gonna go to Roxette or Celine Dion, Roxette one out. And after downloading the essentials, you know, dancing to it a little bit, even Josh Golden and Travis Stagg at the garden, you know you were. Um, Dress for Success came on and I was like, huh, get dressed for success. You put the armor of God on. And even with that, I was like, I don't know. But God just kept laying that on my heart. Put on the armor. Where, where are you right now? What's going on in your life? Am I in a battle time or am I in a resting and waiting time? Well, actually, I'm in both. If you're a believer in God and you believe Jesus died for you and that he's your Lord and Savior, you will always be in his army. You are a warrior and you will always be in a battle. There are times when you're inactive in your fighting and there are times when you're still, still and kind of waiting for instructions, but you're never without your armor. So right now in this time of my life, I kind of need to be a reminder, what is the armor? And why am I putting it on daily? So the why comes from Ephesians 6, verse 11 to 12. Put on all of God's armor so that you'll be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. For you are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against rulers, evil rulers and authorities of unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So there's a battle going on that we can't see but we actually see the results of that battle in this world. It seems unfair, but just the same way, what we do in this world directly affects the unseen world. And we know who wins. So what we need to do is we need to get dressed for success. Ephesians 6, verse 13 to 17, we're talking about the armor of God. It says, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in times of evil. And I want to point out that it says God's armor. You're not just putting on your own armor, it's his armor. Uh, then after the battle, you'll stand, be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so you'll be fully prepared. In addition to all these, Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So I'm just going to go through these. So in verse 14, it says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. So why the belt of truth? Well, your weapons hang from your belt. And if you're, you're a soldier and you don't have your belt, your weapons handy, that's not going to be handy for you. Uh, the belt also has protective gear in front of it, and I feel like that is important for some soldiers. Um, a more modern time, you can think your belt holds up your pants, right? So you don't want to be running into battle and your pants are falling down. Or preaching and your pants are falling down, I was going to say. <laughs> the belt also goes around kind of like your waist, hip area. And you know the direction that your hips are going to go. That's the way you're going to be walking. So 
the belt might not be the most impressive piece of armor, but it represents truth. And truth is the foundation of everything. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's John 3, 6, 3, 13, verse 6. So the devil fights with lies, and sometimes lies sound like truth. His main strategy is to get you to believe in a counterfeit of what God has. It looks real, it feels real, it sounds real, but it is not real. It actually is leading you away from what God has for you. And what God has for you is so much better. Truth is God's view of the matter. So if I had a sore arm, and I'm telling you, that's pretty sore. And somebody else is looking at it and saying, well, it doesn't look swollen, it doesn't look red, it doesn't look out of place, you're still using it. What do we do? How do we fix this? Well, you go get an x-ray. And you find out, yeah, it's, it's broken or fractured, and you need to get, put a cast on, or you need surgery. Um, so you know how to properly fix what's going on. You can't always go by what you feel or what you see. You need God's view of the matter so you can fix it properly. It's also like in the garden when Satan said to Eve, you won't die. God knows that your eyes are going to be opened um, as soon as you eat of the fruit, and you'll be like God, knowing both good and evil. Well, they didn't actually drop dead as soon as they touched the fruit or ate the fruit, but their spirits died, and they brought death into the world, and with that, many, many consequences. We hear so much about living your truth, but that's only going to bring you death. You need to surround yourself with the truth, which is Jesus. You need to have an intimate relationship with him so you will know the truth when you're looking at a situation, because only he has that x-ray vision and he'll, only he can fix what you're going through properly. So make sure you're putting on your belt of truth. Verse 14 goes on to say, put on the body armor of God's righteousness. So the body armor is a breastplate that covers your internal organs, your heart and your lungs, which are extremely important. Some people think the gallbladder is not that important, right? Johan? Um, but you know when people say, you have a heart of a warrior, they're saying, you are brave, you are strong, and you are courageous. But if you feel shame, and you're feeling guilt, and you feel exposed, you're not going to fight like a warrior should. You're going to not feel worthy to be a soldier. So what is righteousness? Righteousness is right standing with God. It means that if you believe Jesus died for your sins and you accept, accept him as your boss or your general, for army terms, you are cleaned and you are washed of that sin and you are worthy to be in his army. God's saying, I'm giving you this breastplate to cover your heart. You don't have to live with that guilt or shame anymore. You don't have to be exposed. He has cleaned you. He has covered you so you can walk confidently in your life. Romans 3, verse 23 to 24 says, For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in his grace freely gives us 
gives us or makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. Another note is the breastplate was actually really heavy and it actually would rest on that, on that belt so the, the soldier wouldn't actually have to bear the full weight of that um, breastplate. Your righteousness rests on Jesus, the truth. The truth is that God gives you the breastplate because you joined the army, not because of how you fought. Your righteousness is because of your position, it's not your performance. Verse 15 goes on to say, for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you'll be fully prepared. I got to talk about shoes. Right, ladies? I'm excited. Think about shoes. We all have the shoes that you know makes the outfit, that makes you feel good, you think you're looking good, high heels make your leg look longer, right? But by the end of the night, you're feeling pretty sore, quite a bit of pain. So what you think looks like a good idea is not always a good idea. Peace is a, confidence assur is a confident assurance in any circumstance. It's knowing that we heard from God and that it is the right path for us and that he's prepared us for it. Peace doesn't mean easy. You're not like you're going to be walking on air with these shoes. It means you could be walking on a rocky path, a path that is very uncomfortable, but you're not going to feel the full sharpness of those rocks. You're not going to worry about getting sticky from that mess on the ground, and you don't fear what's coming up next because you know that you are fully prepared for what he has for you and for how long this path is going to be. So recently, uh, God has asked us to step out in a pretty significant way, my husband and I, and it would actually seem pretty crazy to people, even to some Christians, pretty unwise. Um, and even for myself, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, what did we do? And I can go through and I list all the things of like why this was a bad idea. But um, as I'm listing those things, I have like this grounding of peace. It's like I'm walking on this, on this path of peace. And when I'm listing those things, they're just coming and falling in front of me. And as he's saying, no, you, you heard from me. You heard from me and you obeyed. I can like push those things right off and it, the path becomes clear again. I don't know what's gonna come out of this. I don't know. But I do know that I listened and I obeyed and he's got me in this, I'm prepared. Philippians four verse six to seven says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Verse 16 goes on to say, or verse 16 says, In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Would you notice that it says fiery arrows and not just arrows? An arrow without fire if it misses its mark, it just misses its mark. It doesn't really do anything. But an arrow with fire, even if it misses its mark, it's going to start a fire in front of you, right? It's going to cause distraction. 
Faith is your protection, but you must hold it up. When your arm is getting tired, you build that strength with the promises of God, and the Bible is full of them. You know that he is true so that you, so you can bank on those promises. In Hebrews 11, verse 1, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance that thing of, about things we cannot see. So let's go over that again. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for will actually happen. So you can stand there in confidence with knowing that that arrow that the devil is trying to take you out with is just going to bounce right off that shield because you know you've got the word of the Lord and it is truth. And then it says, it gives you assurance about the things we cannot see. You take that shield and you snuff out that flame that's starting to take your focus off of what God has for you. It's going to distract you, but you got the shield. You just snuff it right out. Keep your focus on God. There are so many promises in the Bible, and my favorite is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. If you're needing reminder of these examples of faith, just read Hebrews 11. By faith, they did this. By faith, Noah did this. By faith, Abraham did this. By faith, Moses did this. I went through that recently, and I just underlined all by faith, by faith. Verse 17 says, put on salvation as your helmet. So the first thing I think about is my hair is going to get messed up. <laughs> so I'm going to lie. And most people don't like wearing a helmet because they're big, they're hot, they distract your, or they can block your vision. They're not great. But we understand the reason for the helmet. It's to protect your brain. Because if you injure your brain, you're gonna, it's going to affect the rest of your body. If we are, um, the helmet of salvation is to protect your mind because we have to be careful about what we're thinking about and what we're putting in our minds. If we are doubting our salvation, if we are doubting what God is telling us, if we are doubting that God is real, we're going to be hesitant and we're going to make wrong decisions. If we are allowing things of this world to take up the majority of our thinking and time, we are going to be lied to. We're going to get confused. We're going to get wrong thinking. We're going to be thinking we're doing okay. And actually, it's a counterfeit of what God wants for us. In 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, this is the Passion Translation. It says, We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the Anointed One. You have the authority to do that. You need to be aware of what you're allowing in your mind. And also know that we are not saved from something, but we are saved for something. We have a purpose and God has a plan for us, so you need to keep your mind protected so that you can succeed in those things. Verse 17 goes on to say, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of the Lord, the Bible, it is God breathed, it is living, and it is active. And it is the only weapon you need. 
It is the weapon that Jesus used while he was on earth. It's the weapon that he used when he was being tempted by Satan in the desert. So you need to use it and you need to get familiar with it. How do you do that? Or no, sorry. You need to have it in your hand so much that when you don't have it in your hand, you feel like something's missing. And how do you do that? You read it, you memorize it, you speak it out when you are in trouble, and you live by it. So uh, just imagine somebody walking around with a sword in their hand all day. Nobody's going to be messing with that person. And remember, the sword doesn't injure you or your fellow soldiers, but it may be needed to cut off some growth or some dead weight that you're carrying. The rest of the armor is to protect you, but this is your weapon, so don't be caught without it. So you got all your armor, but how do you put this on? You pray, you be in communication with God, and you surround yourself with, fe with fellow soldiers. Ephesians 6 verse 18 says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So I might not know what God is planning for me, but I'm okay with that. When I'm thinking about these pieces of armor, it makes me feel protected, it makes me feel strong, it makes me feel worthy, and I'm ready for whatever comes my way. And actually, I'm actually kind of excited. I'm prepared for active battle, and I'm prepared as I wait for my orders, because I'm dressed for success. Thank you for joining us in another podcast from Generations Church. If you enjoyed listening today, please subscribe to our podcast channel to get a new one each week. For additional information or to partner with us, please check out our website at www.genchurch.ca.